authors, I'm Joanne Morell, children's and young adult fiction writer and author of Short Nonfiction for Authors. Thanks for joining me for the Hybrid Author Podcast, sharing interviews from industry professionals to help you forge a career as a hybrid author, both independently and traditionally publishing your books. You can get the show notes for each episode and sign up for your free author pass over at the Hybrid Author website to discover your writing process, get tips on how to publish productively, and get comfortable promoting your books at www.hybridauthor.com.au. Let's crack on with the episode. Authors. I hope you're all keeping well in whatever part of the world you reside and listen to the podcast in. Today's interview is an almost mid-year mashup of 2023 guests, such as award-winning children's author Diane Wolfer on writing across genres, proud sponsor of the Hybrid Author Podcast software Plotters, education lead Troy Lambert on planning your books the way you think, and Lee Tampere on setting up a writing coaching business to sustain your dreams as a writer. How the marketing power of a bestseller will take you from a best kept secret to a go-to expert with Steve Kidd. Five tips to help you prepare your print book for production through Ingram Spark with me, Joanne Morell. Natalie Norman on writing Norwegian and contemporary romance. Rachel Johns on the Romance Writers of Australia, RWA award-winning children's and young adult author Pip Harry on hybrid writing styles. You'll make a wonderful parent, advice and encouragement for rainbow families of all kinds with Jasper Peach. Hardy Grant publisher Emily Hart on non-fiction and gaps in the market. And everything you need to know about hybrid publishing with P.L. Stewart. So in my author adventure this week, the children's fiction still remains on submission. This isn't really in my schedule right now, if you haven't guessed. In non-fiction, I'm still slowly marketing my books, freelance writing, quick tips for fast success and author fears and how to overcome them to university libraries via email. If you're keen to find out all the goings on for my top secret women's fiction works, I'm only sharing all with my newsletter list. You can head on over to the Hybrid Author website, hybridauthor.com.au and sign up for your free author pass where you'll receive a 14-page document, yours to keep forever, outlining how to go about discovering your writing process, publishing productively and getting comfortable promoting you and your work as a hybrid author, both independently and traditionally producing your books as well as fortnightly newsletters with me, from me, with insights into my women's fiction rapid release experimental project and hybrid author musings I share nowhere else. Besides this top secret project, I have started freelance writing again, pitching magazines and writing bits and pieces for various publications. As I no longer have a permanent writing gig, I need to make money in between books, so I'll keep you posted here. In Caravan Plans, we have booked into Broome for another week. So last update, we just arrived in Broome and uh, now we have stayed on for another week. And it's a pretty spectacular place. I had It was my birthday last week and I ticked off a bucket list item. They do these sunset camel rides on the beach. Camel was called Petra. And um, I mean, they were pretty stinky. But uh, yeah, it was... Uh, I kind of was a bit scared actually as it started to become close and I then I got on the camel and the the one behind me kind of 
was pretty much cuddling me from behind and it's it was drooling on my leg and I was just a bit nervous like about it biting me but they were really placid and it was really lovely um relaxing sort of trek along the beach at sunset and back the beach here is absolutely still as anything there's just it's just flat and it's really picturesque as all the beaches mostly are in Australia and uh, yeah it's just such a it's such a stunning place so I'm glad that we've decided to stay on an extra week there's also a lot of history here and for homeschool we took the kids uh, separately I took my youngest and my husband took the eldest to this Pearl uh, Willie Creek's Pearl farm it was a uh, to see to learn all about the histories of the Pearl divers seen you know restored Pearl lugger ships and uh, yeah, it was was amazing to see what they make with the shelves, but it was kind of bittersweet to hear about, you know, the Aboriginal slavery and the pearl trade and things like that. But it was really, I was really blown away by how much, by the tour, you know, it was only $30 and I just felt like you got so much history. And at the end, you got to try some pearl meat, which was quite chewy, bit like chicken. I think everything's like chicken, isn't it? <laughs> uh, but I was surprised my daughter liked it and uh, I quite liked it. I was really, really impressed. So the last thing left is uh, got to visit a crocodile farm, which I think we're hopefully doing this afternoon. Still enjoying our caravan it's uh, definitely amazing and all the things but it's still we're only about three weeks in and we're still struggling uh, in terms of adjusting it's and the kids as well it's it is a massive adjustment obviously going from you know having your space and a house I mean I used to work alone and <laughs> now I'm sort of with people all the time and that's fine but I am someone who likes my own space but I found I've just gone off and well, like I've been working at the Broom Library um, doing the podcast and doing other bits and pieces just to get away. So, yeah, we're all adjusting and uh, another travelling family told us it takes about six weeks. So, <laughs> But uh, the, the, the people we're meeting along the way and the sites that we're seeing absolutely make it all worthwhile. Thorn Creative where beautiful websites for authors are brought to life. No matter what stage you're at with your writing, your stories deserve a dedicated space to shine. Whether you're just starting out or have a bookshelf full of bestsellers, your website is the hub of your author business, binding everything you and your books offer together. Thorn Creative can nurture all aspects of redesigning your old site or start afresh from the initial design. They can provide ongoing hosting and maintenance to marketing your books online, saving you time, money and stress trying to wrangle your site yourself. An author website built by Thorn Creative can easily direct readers to your favourite retailers, your publisher, or simply set you up to sell to them direct. The options are endless. Thorn Creative have worked with many authors across all genres and know what goes into good, functional working author websites to sell books. Head on over to thorncreative.com.au slash websites for authors to read author and publisher testimonials and to see what they offer and some of the sites they've created. I really know how what a privileged position I am now because for so many years, like for so many years, I don't know, 10, 20, however many, that was my experience. And so I guess 
if you stick with it. I'm still just as anxious as any new author about a book coming out or being picked up. Um, We so... I think it's the nature of being a creative. We maybe, I think Warren Flynn, an Albany author, he once said authors feel, and illustrators, feel the world differently or whether there's a a sensitivity that you're more raw to it or or something along those lines. And that resonated for me in that I don't know any of my author, creative, illustrator friends who are not anxious, sensitive, worried about, you know, it's just how we are. And it's it's just such, yeah, well, I just think it's such a personal thing though, you know, it's really putting out yourself out there out into the world for people to have an opinion and it's it is bloody scary (laughs) good or bad (laughs) and it takes a lot of of bravery and courage to do that particularly if you're new to it and you particularly if you're working full-time at something else and you're new to it to just keep plugging away is really hard and you really have to keep geeing yourself along and and believing in yourself and joining groups that are supportive or having a a critique buddy and those kind of things are really helpful I think yeah it's hard I kind of say it's it's a story management system or a story management tool and what that really means is that there's two aspects of it the aspect that allows you to visually manage your outline and your organization of your plot thus the name plotter and then there's the aspect of it that allows you to manage your series bible which is your characters, your settings, all of your research and notes throughout your series. So with Plotter, you can actually manage both of those things and an entire series of books in one project or one file. So it's really powerful. It's like a digital corkboard, only with way more features than that to make connections and relationships between people and plot lines and all of those different things. And what a writing coach will offer you is, so first of all, that emotional support. Um, your writer, for example, has difficulties with writer's block. Um, you are really scared that your writing is not good enough, but you don't dare to share with your family and friends, for example. But it's also technical support. So if uh, your writing needs a bit improved, and we all need as writers to improve our writing, a writing coach will help you to get, by giving you exercises, by giving you honest feedback. You know, the idea is really when you work with a writing coach, you as a writer, you will come out of it with a better book. How Do you have any tips for authors with that last sort of statement to set up marketing correctly? How can they How can they go about that? What's the mindset that they can have there? Well, <laughs> or or how mean, do you guide them? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, so first of all, you need to know who are you talking to and what do they need? And most importantly out of that is what are the things that they're searching for? You know, you may use a specific word or phrase. And when you're then writing the description or putting in the keywords for your book, you're putting the words that because you've spent so much time on your book, you know, the words that are in your book, that's not necessarily the words that people who are looking for your book would ever type into Amazon to look for, or go to that category to look for. And then secondarily, because I brought up categories, it's about really understanding really what the categories in Amazon are and where your book really should be listed. Most new authors, almost always, all of us, myself included, our very first book is, you know, kind of generally we're going to help people. And so we should put our book in self-help, you know, I mean, it just makes sense. It's going to help people. And the truth of the matter is, is very few people actually are writing self-help books. They're usually writing more personal development, spiritual growth, personal growth, life transformation, you know, possibly even spiritual Christian or other religious based kinds of growth. 
path um, or they're writing leadership books that are more of a business category or psychological development books. So you really need to take the time to find what category should my book really be in and what category serves it. You know, I mean, unless you have a Tony Robbins level of following, if you put your book in self-help, it's just going to drown under the, you know, millions upon millions of other books that are sold out of that category every day. That brings us to the third thing an authorship career brings instead of money, and that is helping people, helping others. I always feel like I would love to help others. Realized a few years into the writing career that my writing can help others. When I think of helping others, I think, you know, having to go and do something for them or, you know, something physical, like give them a present or help them do the housework or just help someone in that regard. I didn't really ever think that by writing my books, they could help someone one day, especially my nonfiction ones. And they were never planned. That's only just come out of having a writing career and going out and experiencing things that these books came about. But I'd always gone out to be a writer as a fiction author. So freelance writing quick tips for fast success is out there, mainly for, well, for anybody who wants to start up a freelance writing business. So it touches on various tips to help with mindset, business values, rates of pay. Mainly I see this book for writing students. So that's going to help them if they want to step up freelance, freelance writing business and just get started because there was tips in there that I uh, learned only by doing. So if my experiences can help another. Also author fears and how to overcome them. This book is already starting to resonate with a few authors and yeah, they just... They said that it really connects with them and I'm finding out more and more how many authors established and in all walks of life experience the fears, I call them fears, there's probably different names for them, that I've gone through from putting myself out there and with my work and self-doubt and self-belief and uh, being judged and all sorts <laughs> worried about other people's opinions and just heaps of things. I've put that all into a book and that might help another author soothe them a bit that oh hang on feeling like this is absolutely completely normal and it you don't have to think it's to do with you or you're not good enough or your work isn't great or anything like that it's just it's actually all part of it because it's such a personal author adventure that we're on that putting yourself out there for others to judge is a really scary thing because they're either gonna like what you've done or hate it and be quite vocal about it and that can kind of hurt because you're in unknown territory in between, obviously, writing your Norwegian stuff, um, were you approached by HarperCollins or did you get yeah, in touch they, with them? This is, this is the thing that never happened, but it did. Well, I, I was in a seminar where, on, about writing. I can't remember his name, Robert something, very famous, very known. And there were a lot of people there, what Scandinavians, there were HarperCollins, had two editors there, Harlequin. And I had my sister with me and she's... Um, She's a journalist and she likes to talk to people and I don't. So she was, you know, talking to everyone during a break. And then she comes to me and she said, you know, come on, you have to meet these two editors. I told them you write six books a year. And, and they were so, they loved it. I said, I don't want to talk to you. Go and talk to them. They're in the coffee line. <laughs> she actually pushed me in the back. So I did. And I talked to them and they were, of course, absolutely lovely. And she gave me her mail address and I gave her mine and then she told me later she said that you know one of our editors had just moved to Norway and I told her about you and she would love to meet you wow said, okay and I said okay this is cool I can see the HarperCollins big name I've never seen anything like that so I came 40 minutes late because I was coming from the other side of London and I had no idea how to get there oh no <laughs> I didn't have her phone number she was so nice she was so nice uh -huh. so 
she gave me a cup of coffee and we talked and she's playing digital publishing first. I thought, oh, really nice. I had no idea why she wanted me there, but you know, it was fun talking to a British, you know, editor. And then she said, okay, send me what you have. Do you have anything in English? Yes, I said, I have plenty in English. So I sent her. And then she said, I don't like any of that. Can you write a contemporary <laughs> romance instead? And I said, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what it was going to be about. I have nothing, but it, it, somehow it, it works. It comes together. When I decided to write Mills and Boone, yes, I did write read 50 in a month. But I wasn't a diehard, passionate romance reader then. You know, I'd been reading more general fiction books like Monica McInerney's type of book, uh, Cassie Kelly, Marion Keys, which do have romantic elements. So what I would say is, you know, a lot of people are always like, oh, write what you write what you know. But I think you should write what you love or want to know. And the thing is, I was trying to write Mills and Boone when it was my heart wasn't necessarily there. And, you know, that I liked them, but that wasn't my first love of story. It's been really fun to, to write a hybrid style. And, and you know what? I actually did some research before this interview and verse itself or novels in verse are actually considered hybrid anyway. Oh, right. And that's kind of their classification. So I was interested by that, that, that they're already classified as a hybrid of poetry and prose. But I think, you know, you can lean one or other side of the fence. Why do you think that is then? Because it's in the book format that they think that? I, I don't... I think so, yeah. yeah, because it's a novel and it follows mm. like a story, a narrative, you know, has a beginning, middle and end and it's not like, you know, just standalone poems, I suppose. But though yeah. some of those novels are really just standalone poems that take you through mm. stories. So there's so many different no- novels out there that, that take on verse in different ways, in a hybrid way. So I think it's yeah. really an interesting style and it's yeah. really getting more popular every year. And that took me from my, you know, spare bedroom into the next stage of my business where, you know, where your partnerships are about working together, partnerships are about, you know, reaching a new audience and I reaching your ideal audience. It's about increasing your your credibility, your own brand, your own name. And it's also about money. It's also about profitability because if you can be a little bit different, then people are willing to pay a little bit more for you. So the book is truly, it is a step-by-step guide. It goes through actually how to, how to collaborate with other brands to create something irresistible for your mutual customer. That's what it's really about in terms of it's really marketing partnerships are about it has to be about the customer. It has to be about them and every all of your decision making is centered around how do we create something amazing for our customer that they will not be able to resist, that they will love, that they will consume, that they will engage, that they will share, that they will talk about, that actually and, and in that process you know, you both get to grow, expand, increase your sales, increase your credibility, you know, increase your difference in the market by actually working together. I think finding your voice is about really deeply connecting and listening to what is in your heart. And and that sometimes means identifying the words that you hear that may not necessarily be true. It might be your inner critic. It might be someone who said something nasty to you that stuck with you at the age of six. It might be all sorts. It might be advertising. It might be capitalism. You know, it's, it's it might be the patriarchy. It's all these things that creep in and disguise themselves as our own voices, but they're not. You, you need to listen to the quieter voice that's underneath it all 
and really support that to grow, whether that's through writing exercises. I really agree with Elsa Wilde's advice to either form or join a writing group. I'm in one at the moment and we meet once a month. We read, we've prepared and read a piece that one of the people in the group is working on and we all give feedback and gosh, the the pieces end up being so much stronger, but it's often about getting to those deeper layers. I think it's really exciting to find a gap in the market when when there's so much that's out there. And so to that, I would say it's good to be creative when you're thinking about comp titles. So if you're approaching a publisher, to not just be thinking about books that are exactly like yours, or maybe even not just to be thinking about books. Can you, if you can point to, you know, a film or a social media site or, um, you know, some other type of content that shows how many people are engaged in the topic that you're trying to, to write about or if you're able to talk about a book that you know if you're writing in, in non-fiction maybe this is a fiction book or if you're writing for children maybe it's a book for adults you know you don't have to have a direct comparison as long as you can kind of make a, a good argument for why that shows that, that there is interest in the story that you're trying to tell. There are disreputable publishing organizations there, unfortunately, just as they are in any other uh, industry. And um, unfortunately, writers can get taken advantage of in a variety of ways. Their intellectual property is vulnerable. Their hard-earned money in terms of, you know, when someone offers you something and makes all the promises in the world to uh, assist you with publishing your work and those promises are are, are not delivered, um, that can be very disheartening and, and a setback. Um, and we're not just talking about financially, of course, emotionally, uh, psychologically, because, you know, as a creative, uh, you give so much of yourself to writing. If you fall in with the wrong people or led astray by the wrong organization, that's extremely problematic and can derail what could be a burgeoning uh, writing career. So there you have it, folks, some amazing, inspiring and superb tips from an outstanding bunch of incredible creatives. I hope you enjoyed listening to those snippets. Next time on the Hybrid Author Podcast, we have award-winning children's author Lisa Van Whalen chatting to us on keeping writing momentum as an indie author. I wish you well in your author adventure this next week. That's it for me. It's bye for now. That's the end for now, authors. I hope you are further forward in your author adventure after listening, and I hope you'll listen next time. Remember to head on over to the Hybrid Author website at www.hybridauthor.com.au to get your free author pass. It's bye for now.